This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com.
Good. So we're here in Pashas Yisrael. The first shtickle is a Sfarno. An ati dati gola shemikola kim, kibadova shazoda lehem. So the Sfarno says, kibadova shazoda lehem, ki hitzeles haom boisadova atzma shazoda mitzum alem al Yisrael. He he used the same Indian that the Mitzrim tried to um, oppress Kaisal with. He used against the Mitzrim. So the word Zodu means to plot, to plan, and so on. So so this farmer says over here in Indian that is um, fundamental to the understanding of the difference between Avodah and Alikus. In other words, the difference between the way Umas HaOlam understand um, deities and us, it's not just a question of who is the right God, Hashem or half the Baal. It's much deeper than that. They are typhus, the deities, as some sort of power that exists within the world that is superior to all other powers. So it's, it's a koyach prati. Each god has its own metzias, um, with a lot, a lot of strength and whatever his field is, this one can shoot thunderbolts, this one can 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 uh, uproot trees, this one can do this, the other one. But they all are certain kaiches that are bigger, stronger, better than everybody else. Those type of um, those type of inyanim are inyanim that are hefach of the we understand Akash Baruch Hu. We understand Akash Baruch Hu as the sheirish of everything, meaning that all things and everything, and one of the things we say about Kodesh Baruch Hu is HaKoyl Yochol V'Kololom Yachad HaKodesh Baruch Hu is omnipotent and he is and he, everything comes together from him. The, the, the Ebenezer says in a place that HaKodesh Baruch Hu knows what's happening in the Bria not because he sort of peeks in and looks and sees and knows what everything is, but his lotion is the way in which the Klal understands the Prat. So does HaKadosh Baruch Hu understand any Prat of the Bria. The, the Prat cannot have things that are bigger than the Klal. So our sense of um, our sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and their sense of their gods is two different senses of what a god is. Nafkimina will be their gods have a certain strength. So if their god's strength is, is thunderbolts, so shooting thunderbolts at the Bria is what they can do best. So, so that's their weapon. It's not shy that they would still suit to any other particular type of um, a, a mahalach because they don't have it. They don't possess water. 
They don't possess ice. They, they, they don't possess that power. By us, anything that's in the Bria automatically is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. <clears throat> So the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can shtelt suit to anyone or anything <clears throat> is our core definition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's the Shevish of Metzias. Um It's like Moshe Ma'adava Imagine you have a, a, a corporation. And in the corporation, you have different departments, divisions, and each one has relative strengths and so on. So, Lamashal, I tell you that the person who does sales is really the most powerful person in the organization because he <clears throat> brings an extraordinary amount in sales, and everybody recognizes that the strength of the organization is on sales. And Bemela, if he pushes and shoves and whatever he does, um, it's going to, he's going to get his way. That's one model of the most powerful person. So Lemaisa, he, he, he will get his way um, by, by pushing his side of, the, of, of, of whatever it is to the detriment of everybody else. But the owner of the corporation, his, his, his shalita is because everyone's employed by him. It's a very different, he employs the marketing person, he employs the development person, he employs the, the manufacturing person. And, and it's not going to, you know, to him, everyone is equally beholden to him because they're coming from him. So, so Bimela, the, the, it's a very different type of shlita and koach. So that's one Indian that this phone is pointing out. I, I want to add one more Indian that's relevant to why um Baruch Hu does Mida Kinegit Mida, and Avodah Zarah would never do Mida Kinegit Mida. <clears throat> if the purpose, Lamashal, if somebody, um, if somebody is annoying me, he's getting in my way, um, whatever, whatever capacity. So my interest is to push him off, to get him out of the way, to, to, to even to get revenge on him. You know, whatever it is, I will use any means that I find to be most effective, most painful, and so on, to push back, to get rid of him, and etc. If I'm a child, if, if I have a child who's doing not good, then I'm going to ask myself, what is a type of reaction that will bring out, um, that will teach the child what he did wrong and bring him back to the Rechatoyf? And yes, instinctively, we sometimes just lash back. But, but a real, you know, in a real father mechanic mode, the purpose of, of pushing back is to give the child a sense of what it is that he's doing wrong and how bad it is and what's the right way to correct it. <clears throat> so I will always try to match what he did wrong with something similar to it so that he can learn from it. Over the Avodah see their gods as being tough hanchos who don't like to be messed with. And when they're messed with, they, um, they exert terrible punishments. So it's all about the gods. It's all about God, um, you know, doing what he wants to do in order to get back at people or to, to get them out of his way, whatever it is. There's no mocking for Medea Kagamita. What's the point of Medea Kagamita? The point is get rid of them as quickly as possible. We understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu as wanting to bring the world to its ticket, to its good. And therefore, um, if he will always educate us by giving us Mida Kegel Mida. 
<coughs> so if a person wasn't Merachim on Ani, then um, then Baruch will have us a situation where we need something, and we're not getting it, and HaKadosh Baruch was Merachim, and the person is not Merachim on us, so we learned that lesson. But it's very important that it work with Mida connected Mida, because the point is to teach me, the point is to change me, to the Okay, the next piece is Rabbeinu Bechaya. It says, Yisra Chaisa Meshach came, they were Oilam Zvachim, and they all went Lechalechem Chaisa Meshach Elakim. They went to make a little uh, Asuras Mitzvah. Im Chaisa Meshach Elakim, if they Mishnah Elakim, Amur Anna, Amur Eish Shamish Elakim. So Rabbeinu Bechaya is trying to understand the Suda Zoo, what's the point of it? In other words, just a normal Suda to be able to, um, you know, if somebody comes and you make a nice hello, the Torah wouldn't say it. There's no point in telling us things that are mundane, that there's no tachlis in it. If the Torah mentions, of course, if, if your, your, your long-lost father-in-law shows up with your wife and kids, you'd expect a suda and, and you know, a, a nice, there's nothing in it that is uh, of any great consequence. So, so obviously, he's telling us a certain Indian that this Indian is Suda. What's that Indian over here? So he says like this: Usuda zu asol lechvay yisrach in esgaya b'milo tvilo b'mayim k'dina gera balachsis tasan kashchina. So, um, first of all, they made this Suda as a Suda's gerus. I'm, um, I'm not sure about the halachas, but here you see that a Suda becoming a gerus in place. The Esofi kasuda zois la arnol shemus kenyim. A person's mood is affected by physical things. And when a person has a nice suda, a pleasant suda, it stimulates a, um, a, a good feeling, which then can transition to a um, positive ruchnistika. Uh, uh, ambience. And when a person is is um, when a person awakens his senses through a good suda or something like that, it'll wake it, it'll get him upbeat in general. Um, so, and this is very similar to it says in, in a lot of times after Gemara that Rava would start the Musa the Bdichasa, his Ishmaitza, you know, a joke sort of wakes up a person, gets them in a good mood and, and a sharp mood, and the Mela, you can, from that, you move on. But it's very important to understand that it, it can become counterproductive very quickly also. A person that sinks into a deep suda becomes lethargic also. It's important to recognize what's the tachlis of this. So a joke to start off and to get people refreshed and and learning is positive. If you just keep joking, it's much later. A suda, you know, something good to snack on, wakens a person, um, but if if you sink into it, you become lethargic again. There's an old Chassidish saying, they ask Chassidim, like, if the Simcha is so genuine by you, and everything like that, why do you need to drink vodka? 
Um, what's the what's the drinking vodka all about? Pachlis, you know, if you're a simcha, of course, a mitzvah, whatever it is, and so on. So the, um, the so they answered, if you ever see um, a wagon that's driven by horses, so you, sometimes you need to grease the wheels because they're creaky. But once the wheels are greased, they run because the horses pull them. So he said, you know, sometimes our body and minds and heart are creaky, so you grease the wheels. But there's obviously a proportion between the grease that you use. It's, it's not like filling up an engine with gas to go. The amount that you use for grease is much, much, much less than filling up an engine. So topping the tank in drinking is, is loved after a very, very big mile in Avadis Hashem. But to do something that gets people upbeat and so on, yes, that, that's, that's the pseudo here. Next piece is also Rabbeinu Bechaya. Um, it says, You have a list over here of different um, middles of a person. You're not talking here about doing particular maizim um, or not even chachamim. We're talking about people whose character has very positive traits. They, they, they weren't, you don't find the scriptures archive as being brilliant, smart, geniuses, and so on. I want to give a little bit of a in the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. First of all, he's talking about Midos, not Maisim Tovim specifically. Maisim Tovim are very specific actions. I davened, I learned, I gave tzedaka, I, I put on film. Those are mitzvahs. Um, you don't find that shevach of, of that they did a lot of mitzvahs, a lot of deeds, is, 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 is rare, not as common as these. Midas are the personality that developed. In other words, when a, when a person has chachma, so in the long run, it, it will affect his maizim. In other words, I know I'm supposed to do this, and I know how important this is, so I'm going to go do it. That's important. But there's, but there's another chalik over here, and that is changing the person's character, personality. It's more than any particular mice I do. It's, it's what I become. So on the one hand, chachma, that doesn't change the person's personality. The Rambam has very interesting halachas. The Rambam's halachas are um, in Hilfes Deus, the, the Ramam speaks about the mitzvah to Emir HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then he has a peirek, Keshem Shachachom is nivdal, in his chachmosa and things like that, so too is he nivdal in his deos, which deos is a code word for midas in the Rambam. So the, 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 the person, a, a person who is a chacham, is supposed to be able to express it in his person. 
When we find someone who's brilliant but behaves like a little kid, we think it's strange. We think it's almost like, like a big brain trapped in a, in a baby's body, in a teenager's body. So, so Chachma requires, that the Ramam says, Chachma requires that it be expressed in the person. I heard um, Reb Moshe Shapiro's son, Avrami, said a hesped on him <clears throat> on the yard site, and I think it was a very good, uh, it made a very good point. He says, if you look at the Rambam in Perik Hay, where he speaks about Kishem Shechacham is Shainab Adeus and so on, Kishem Shechacham is Chachma, Shainab Adeus, he says many of the things there are, everyone's Mokhoyib in them. So, so what's the chilek between the two Rambams? What's the chilek between what everybody's Mokhoyib, what a Chacham? So he learned Pshat, he learned Pshat, he said, the Rambam is saying that for a Chacham, it has to be nicker that it's coming Um Let's give an example. You can train a child to act very nice and menshlech and polite and thank you, hello, how are you, what's doing, Mr. So-and-so and so on. And that's fine. It's, it's a very, very, it's a very well-trained child and, and it's fine. But I, I don't feel it coming from his depth of understanding of life or of people. He's been told this is right. A child, that's how a child acts. This is right, and this is what you're supposed to do, and he does it. Somebody who is a chacham, you get a sense that it's coming from his his ability to see you, understand you, relate to you, take you in, and so on. So, from his point was that there's a special obligation that a chacham be nicker is the oisav means one be able to see his chachma as expressed in his personality. It's more than just what he does. It's, it's, it's his instinctive reactions, his reflexes. All of those in Yanim are those in Yanim we're talking about. So the shevach on a person is the chachma that has expressed itself in his personality and his character. Um, you know, everyone, everyone knows the difference between you talk to somebody who is absolutely brilliant, off, off the charts brilliant, but you feel he's silly, he's a baby, he's an idiot, he's, he's, uh, he's wrapped in himself. It's, it's almost, like I said, something very precious, almost wrapped in a shmat. I don't see, you know, sometimes you see a person who has those characters, and, but you see it express it itself in his interaction, his whole being expresses what he knows, understands, and, and his depth. That's what he's talking about over here. Okay, the next piece is about women's role in Chinuch. It says, So, Akadosh Baruch Hu told him to speak to the women first, and then the Kali Yisrael, it sounds as if they are the more important ones. So Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, "V'tzibal adabal anoshim tchilam don musad acheretz." V'oid. So first of all, he wanted to teach them musad acheretz. V'oid k'dei lahamshich libon el hatayrev amitzvus. V'lilum loy melarashi prokim eshein daytom yeshevus kanoshim. They they need to be able to. They they need special talking to to be able to draw them to tayre and mitzvus and so on and so forth. Um, those are two reasons why it's Kilo woman needs more chizik. 
And that means there's a different reason that is why a woman is more important in the picture. A good woman is someone that actually becomes the, a cause for Torah and mitzvahs. She can bring her child to Beis Medrash. She's home a lot. She's always giving him and, you know, and sort of uh, giving him all sorts of stuff, spoiling with stuff. So um, a woman is naturally, has a much stronger emotional bond with a child than does a father. And when you take the rutzen, so if a, if a child knows he's disappointing his mother, his mother's hurt, his mother's upset, or you know, if he's not learning or not doing well, it bothers him a lot more. A person naturally has much, much stronger feelings, uh, positive feelings towards his mother. So if his mother's ideals are Torah and mitzvahs and so on, it will make a strong impression on him. You know, you, you, you find people over the years, you find people who have gotten into bitter fights with fathers and haven't resolved it. You know, a lot of times, even around this Indian of sort of a leaving Torah, leaving Yiddishkeit, with a mother, most people have a, a much more positive relationship in the sense of, you know, it, it, it takes a lot to really um, to, 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 to uh, break with a mother. You know, she really has to be a difficult person in extreme. And it keeps in a person people's Yiddishkeit will will um, will last a lot longer because it's their mother's Yiddishkeit. Um, you know, the, the, it's the people, you know, when, when you talk to people about what kind of today because their mother was there, their eyes will miss over because um, that's the way it is. So the woman's role, because she has the deepest positive emotional seat in a person's heart, that she um, stand for Torah is very important in, in, in allowing it to be part of a person's, in, in, in giving over the Torah to the children. And then he says, this is the mocker for what do. That's why a woman should be responsible by Lucas Neiris which is a missus specific to her, like a Shabbat will give her children the ear material, he had tefillah yeis in the Shemaz b'shaz ha-siyas ha-mitzvahs. Tefillah is much more miskabel b'shaz ha-mitzvah. So that's why the woman, more than the man, is the one that should be assaulted for it, because really she has the kalim for ensuring it. Obeschus ne'er Shabbat sh'or, tiske lebonim balei teira ha-nikreis or, I want to add another piece over here that I think is is is, is very important to understand the shirish of things. Um, we make decisions about what's right, what's wrong, what we're going to do, what we're not going to do. That's normal, obviously. 
we weigh things logically to some degree. That's also. But down deep, the person who's, it's almost impossible to separate what, what we hear from the person that's telling us. I am, um, I will trust something and believe something based on the person that's telling it to me. The, so so I, um, who it is that's telling me, whose message it is, goes a long way in, in making, helping me make a decision about right or wrong. You'll talk to somebody off the derech, and a certain genre, a certain group of people, it's because somebody that they looked up to, a, a Rebbe-type figure, acted extremely bad. You know, different ways. Um, I was talking to somebody, who used to be a chassid, and he's basically zero now, and there was some sort of big political fight in the Chassidus, and I think his Rebbe, his Rebbe was on the wrong side of it, and that is extraordinarily bitter and upset, and whatever, dropped everything. And you can't, I, I, you can't tell them we'll divorce the message from the messenger. Maybe the the the, the rob that that there was your rob was was a particularly bad person, but he's you know why should you why should you weigh what he said based on him? The answer is no. It's not like that. If, if a certain element is somebody's position, and I hate this person, I despise this person, then the message is going out the window. And that's why whenever people have had negative experiences with a mashpia, then it's not only the mashpia that gets crossed out, it's his message. And there's, it's almost impossible for me to disassociate the message from the messenger. And vice versa, if I revere somebody as a tzaddik and as somebody special person, somebody who was there for me and cared for me, I'll, I'll swallow the message because, you know, it's like the Gemara, the message and the messenger come together. So, it's very important that Yiddishkeit Torah comes to be the message of the messenger that is closest to a person's heart, and and you know, and the, and the one that has the deepest roots, and that's where mother is, and that's why you know people who are barely from a son, it's a memory of a mother more than a father that will keep them going, because almost nobody has you know people can be frustrated and annoyed with a mother, but very few people have harsh feelings for a mother, um, for a father, much more people. This, by the way, as a, a, a Maimah Muska, the famous Ramban that speaks that, you know, we know that our fathers won't, won't give us over Sheker and so on. It's not, it doesn't mean uh, it's a foolproof evidence. And, you know, this, this is, this is a logical evidence because I know my father would lie to me and uh, my father would lie to me and he told me this also the truth. It, it's, it doesn't stand up all that much logically. It's not what he meant. It's what he means is we are wired to trust our father. The first person who teaches me how to hunt and how to shoot and how to avoid traps is my father. And therefore, it's built into me that I trust and take his word for as, as it is. Bimela, whatever my father tells me about the emiss of the world and the Metsias, I'm going to take that as a given. I can always break free. Yes, I can, in both directions, a person can, um, you know, can break away. But there's an atiyah to take it. And that's what Ramban means. The message of a father to a child. If a, if a father tells a child, your Rebbe is full of it and he doesn't know anything, 
He doesn't understand anything. He's an idiot, whatever it is. The child doesn't say, well, let me ask myself. Let's compare my father to my Rebbe. My Rebbe is much smarter, much nicer. My father hasn't learned in 25 years, and this guy is bitter, and he's upset, he's anxious, trust my Rebbe. No, no, nobody makes that cheshmer. Your father you trust more than anybody else, unless you've been burned terribly, in which case it destroys a lot of a person's emunah. But Al-Kapanim, um, this is the point of Rebbe Rebbe here, that since the woman is the one that has, it's, it's, it's nested in the innermost recess of a person's nefesh, neshama, heart, therefore it's important that she be the one, she's the one who has to start the process of making Torah dear to, to the child. If, if a child, when he sees how happy his mother is that he's in school and doing well in school, that prompts him more than anything else to do well in school. Okay, any questions, any points, any issues? Okay, so um, we'll hold it over here. And uh, a good a good rest of the week. <laughs>